Hello, Pokemon Trainer. This is Life After 50, a Pokemon Go podcast. I am your host, Josh Flores, and welcome. Yes. Welcome. Yeah, go. Keep going. Keep, you know what? No, no, that's it. How are you today, trainer or tonight, trainer or trainers? This is episode 22. It all comes together. And trainers with Tour just a little bit more than a month away. I'm just letting you know, being prepared is of paramount importance for this tour. And we'll get into it in a little bit. But let's get into... You thought I was going to say story, but before we get into that, because I know that the Dazzling Dream event is going down, hopefully by the time you're listening to this and into that week, it goes down Saturday, January 13th to the 24th, 10 a.m. to Tuesday, January 16th, 2024 at 8 p.m. local time. I normally don't mention this, but the event bonuses are two times Stardust for catching and two times Stardust for hatching. Also, as a quick refresher, the new shiny Pokemon for this event is cutie fly and this is a fairy type themed event use mega gardevoir or mega altaria to get extra candy for catching pokemon now that we've got that out of the way let's get into our story I was looking through my show notes as far as what I had for the foundation of getting this show together, and I had a question on here that I actually wanted to answer for you. Also, keep in mind that you can answer this too. But since you are not here, I will answer it first. And I asked future me, what kind of player are you now that you aren't tied down to the grind? This is a question that I wrote when I was like level 46 or 47 when I was coming up with the idea for the podcast, and because I knew that I was going to be level 50 one day i guess i snuck this question in here and honestly it's a little weird to answer it's not weird to answer but it's a little difficult so i'll answer it the best way i can what kind of player am i now that i am not tied down to the grind and i guess past me was trying to say tied down to the level up requirements and the supplemental special challenges and anything of the sort any special research open anything at all Because honestly, the grind never stops, really, right? There's always something to grind for. There's always something to look forward to, especially with this game, even with all the money, even with all the time. You really can't catch them all. So to pass me, I'm the kind of player that tries to take a casual for the most part, unless there is something that I really want. Then the years of experience that I have chasing certain things, whether it be shiny or certain IVs or what have you, then that all comes into play and comes out in this what may be perceived as super hardcore mode sometimes i wish i didn't have to unleash that inner trainer in me sometimes i wish i was like my girlfriend and just got the shinies and the hundos just super easy I can tell you the kind of player that I was before was only focused on powerful Pokemon because for the most part, I didn't have any real powerful Pokemon. My only hundo for a long, long time was Victini and I couldn't really power that up because I couldn't walk 20 kilometers to get the one candy and then I never had Stardust. I couldn't catch Pokemon. I couldn't catch Pokemon because my throws were really off and I had no medals to help me catch Pokemon. You want to work on leveling up your medals because the better you level up your metal, the better the metal will be at helping you catch Pokemon of that type. For example, a normal type Pokemon, if you get a normal type 
platinum metal, it'll be like 1.4 times added to your multiplier when you're catching a Pokemon. In the beginning, I didn't know a lot and I was really naive. I thought that I could figure everything out on my own and I kind of wanted to take that journey by myself, but everyone gets to a point in their game and their life where they hit an impasse. And from that impasse, they can either turn around, go back, or try to move forward in some way, shape, or form. And I don't know what it is about this game, but it has like this reverse effect on me where when I'm having a good Pokemon day or a good week, I'm also having like a good life day week. One of the reasons I didn't want to take this game seriously is because I knew I was going to have to dedicate a lot of my time in order to reach level 40 or level 50. Because when I started this game, obviously like everyone else, I wasn't level 40 or during my hiatus, I wasn't even close to level 40. So when I got back into the game, I kind of hit the ground running and I've grinded so much and for so long and I've met so many people and had so many interesting experiences. I've seen people make up in this game. I've seen people break up in this game. If you want to hear the breakup story, let me know in an email, comments, something, something. But I knew that it was going to take a lot of my time and it did. Getting to level 50 took a lot of my time. I don't think it had to if I had the right information. And I think every episode I'm going to have to emphasize if anything else that you do in this game, curveball, excellent throw, it'll change your world. It'll change your life. But it's not all ho-ohs and rainbows. Over time, I think I have become a little bit jaded to the game, to Niantic, to some of the events and the shinies. Like, I became a shiny person. I was never really a shiny person, like, almost ever. Every time I'd get a new shiny for an event, because new players have that shiny luck, I'd always trade it to Tony. One, I didn't know what I had. Two, I didn't really care. I still don't have a shiny Dwebble to this day. I got it when it was released, like the day of. I traded it to him, and that's it. Arceus was like, that's it. No more. No more for you. But over time, I started becoming obsessed with shinies. Why didn't they hold value when I started playing? And then they, for some reason, are holding more value now. Well, it's because one Pokemon Go player told me that when you level up in Pokemon Go in life or whatever, your standards for attacking life also increase. You want more. In this game, one of the coolest things to have is a shiny. One of the coolest things to have is a hundo. Now, personally, me and shinies are still a little bit wishy-washy, but I'm always on board for a hundo because I love to battle. And if there's one thing past me didn't know how to do was PvP at all. That guy from however many years ago, that super young, good-looking guy, terrible terrible at pvp i remember having a venomoth with return and poison fang and it was just a disaster it was just i'm not saying venomoth wasn't good at a certain point but when i was using it it wasn't good but then years later have i ever hit legend no the highest rank I ever hit was expert. I can usually do veteran every season and then expert and then I can't go beyond that because I just can't focus. I, I, I really think it is because I'm super old. And another thing is I really love to use spice and the meta is just so defined by just certain Pokemon and I'm just tired of it. And I guess that's one thing that experience kind of does for you. You kind of get tired of certain events or certain formats or stale content. But Pokemon Go is about to get a little bit more interesting. Let's find out why. February 2024 Community Day Chansey. Now the things I'm going to mention aren't in order, but they're in order of importance to me. So the first thing you need to know, I think, 
February 2024 Community Day Chansey is going to happen Sunday, February 4th from 2024 from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Doesn't say Community Day Classic. I guess Porygon is going to be the Community Day Classic. This is going to be just a Community Day. The featured Pokemon, obviously, is Chansey. It will have that 1 in 25 odds. I don't know if they increase the capture rate for Pokemon. On Community Days, but the excellent circle for Chansey is super easy. It's a little far, but... The excellent circle is really amazing. So if you're able to if you're able to participate, this is your time to really focus on excellent throws. Get your shinies and whatnot, but really get your chances. Now the featured attack that you are going to get when you evolve Chansey into Blissey, you're going to get the featured attack wild charge in trainer battles it does a hundred power and you decrease your defense by two stages in gyms and raids it does 90 power you're asking is this good on a blissey perhaps blissey's ivs are weird i think for like great league or something you want like zero fifteen four or something like that it's weird Go to PV Poke, Pokemon, GoHub, any of those uh, websites. Look up these IVs before you go. Keep them on your notes on your phone. And it's like, you might ask, well, why aren't you telling me the IVs? One, I don't know them off the top of my head. I usually access those things right before a community day because I don't know if I'm always going to play a community day. So having that knowledge like to the T, like zero something, something like I'm not trying to send you somewhere else for content, but maybe I am. Because sometimes if you're going to battle, you need to go to those places anyway. And another thing is, I don't think Blissey is really going to be good for PvP. I love Spice, so I'm going to make one because why not? But I'm not actually gonna take it serious and I don't think you should either. I think you should take it serious in terms of excellent throws because it is an easy, excellent throw. Remember, for $1 or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency, you'll be able to access the Chansey Community Day exclusive special research story. The event bonuses. Two times candy for catching Pokemon, two times chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive candy XL from catching Pokemon incense, excluding daily adventure incense activated during the event will last for three hours. One additional special trade can be made a quarter hatch distance when eggs are placed in incubators during the event, not before the event. They will not be cut in half or whatever. They will not be quartered. You have to do it during the event. Lore modules activated during the event will last for three hours. Take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. Trades will require 50% less Stardust. Happini. 
is the little twist for this community day and it has a chance from hatching from two kilometer eggs obtained during february community day happini is the baby pre-evolution of chansey relatively rare baby pokemon so if you have a chance to participate in this community day hopefully the 2k egg rate will be great and hatching these shouldn't be too bad get like one or two shinies and get out you want to save your incubators unless you really want stardust and stuff like that i mean you really do want stardust but you really want to save your incubators sort of but we'll get to that in a bit but happini will have a much more uh will hatch fr more frequently from the two kilometer eggs and have a higher shiny chance so that is great after the three-hour community day event ends, trainers will be able to take on special four-star raid battles. Four-star raid battles, you're going to have Chansey. The cool thing about this is that Chansey from that raid can be shiny. And remember, when you defeat the four-star raid, for 30 minutes you will have a 30-meter radius around that gym spawning the community day Pokemon, in this case, Chansey. Chansey is a very tanky in a three-star raid. Doesn't matter what level you are, it takes a lot of time. So for this four-star raid, you are probably going to need at least two people. Like, let's say you think you're the bee's knees when it comes to battling or any of this. You're going to need one more of you. They're going to be field research. Remember, catch three Chansey. So before the community day try not to spin the stops that you think you are going to spin during that community day because if you get the task and you complete it you will get no chancy task remember field research tasks are the best ways to get hundos and shundos do not sleep on pokestop showcases please do not Excuse me. Really keep your XXL and XXS Pokemon. Not like all of them. Get like the biggest one and the shortest one or whatever it is and, you know, do what you have to do with the other ones. And there'll be some event bundles for every community day. There's always a Pokecoin bundle that's 1350 with 50 Ultra Balls, five Super Incubators, one Elite Charge TM, and five Lucky Eggs. Considering that Chansey is a really easy, excellent throw, you might want this box for the Lucky Eggs and the Elite Charge TM. And possibly the Ultra Balls because Chansey sometimes is a pain. But they have for 480 poke coins, you will be able to get 30 Ultra Balls, one Incense, three Super Incubators, and one Lore Module. I don't know how the boxes have been looking for you on the web store or otherwise, but they have been looking meh. 
I think I'm going to be participating in these boxes because I need incubators. Speaking of incubators and eggs, Chansey. Chansey is really good for gyms, to hold down a gym as a gym defender. It'd be cool if everyone had a hundo, but I have a couple shinies already, and I have seen that in my area at least. No one really messes with Chansey, so just get your get your shinies, put them in gyms, get your poke coins, however many before somebody knocks it out, spoofer or otherwise. People always complain about spoofers, but that there aren't spoofers aren't at every single gym. Like I don't know. I guess when they start really messing with me or whatever, then then I guess I'll you know, I guess. You know? I don't know. I think they're okay. I think spoofers are okay. Unless you live unless you live in like Manhattan, there is no way you're taking in Manhattan a gym lasts for I, I don't know, as, as, as long as it takes to just knock it down. As soon as you see it turn one color, in a couple minutes, it'll just turn another color. So I know being in the city is cool, and it is for resources. But you can't have a Pokemon in a gym. But, you know, I'll gladly take that trade. All right, trainers, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about all the other stuff. Stay tuned. Hello, Pokemon Trainer. This is Life After 50, a Pokemon Go podcast. I am your host, Josh Flores. And if you'd like to reach the show, you can do so at Pokemon Go LA 50 podcast at gmail.com. Pokemon Go LA 50 on Instagram and Twitter. Send your Pokemon Go related content only, please. No more of that other stuff. I can't handle it anymore. It's not good for the wife. It's not good for the kids. <laughs> Just like and comment and rate and subscribe and, you know, Apple Podcast and Spotify and all that good stuff. Okay. All right, trainers, you really have to get prepared. And just like every other episode, I am a huge hypocrite because I only have 20 Great Balls, 20 Ultra Balls, and 20 Pokeballs. 18 Pokeballs. I've been living it up, partying like it's 1999. I haven't been stacking, I haven't been saving. And I know there's been a lot of chatter around like level 60 and stuff coming out, but I really think that it's kind of around the corner, like at least another year. And every so often they'll bring in these like little mechanics or these little things like daily adventure incense or Mateo or roots or not having to walk to PvP and showcases, party play. I'm not gonna lie i kind of feel like everyone else and when you single these things out on their own like all these features like one by one they don't seem too appealing but i'm slowly learning that we're going to have to do all of this stuff 
I don't care what level you are. If you even want to get to level 51, 50, if, if level 60 ever comes out, everyone, doesn't matter what level you are, everyone is going to have to get used to doing routes, daily adventure incense, like pretty much every single new mechanic in order to keep up. These events for Pokemon Go have been okay, but I think the frequency at which they've been sending them our way has been even better. This game didn't have events like every single other week, and then like two big events a year, three big events a year with like other little big events. It's, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Now you're probably saying to yourself like, why are you gaslighting me? It's because of this. The origin forms of Dialga and Palkia have emerged in Pokemon Go, bringing almighty adventure effects. Now, I normally don't hype certain things, but when I hype something up, it's hype. It's hype. This is hype. You know how I know? Because it said the origin forms with an E, F, O-R-M-E-S, Formies. I looked it up and when it says Formies, Forms, that's to say that it's so old that it even has to use the old form of form. So, they come in. The origin forms of Dialga and Palkia. <laughs> Just like Giratina, Giratina has an origin form. When Giratina looks like that long centipede, like a scallopede, like a floating uh, scallopede, that's the origin form, Dial I mean, um, Giratina. And then the altered form is when it looks like the big, like a dark, big caterpillar from a, a bug's life, Sven, or whatever his name was. That's the altered form. So. The Dialga and Palkia that you're used to are the altered forms. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the origin forms are coming to Pokemon Go. And you're like, whoa. That's just going to be like Primal Groudon or something like that. Like it has like a little twist or something like that. It has a big twist. Says trainers. Origin form Dialga and origin form Palkia have been discovered in Pokemon Go, and trainers can encounter them for the first time during space-time anomaly, anomalies, anomalies at Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh. The arrival of these legendary Pokemon across time and space to Pokemon Go have introduced a new phenomenon: adventure effects. Adventure effects are temporary bonuses to help you on your Pokemon Go adventure, activated, activated by powerful Pokemon attacks that may be used outside of battle. Adventure effects have been reported to occur when Origin Form Dialga uses Roar of Time and when Origin Form Palkia uses Spatial Rend. With these latest revelations, who knows what adventure effects may be discovered in the future. We know this is going to be super buggy, right? Am I like the only, because everyone's been hyping this and I, I want to hype it too, but let's be real. Let's be real. You know this is going to be super buggy, especially for my friends 
in the Australia. What do, what do they call it? APAC? 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 Anyway. It goes on to say that Origin Form Dialga, the temporal Pokemon, and Origin Form Palkia, the spatial Pokemon, will make their Pokemon Go debut in five-star raids during space-time anomalies at Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh. Trainers without an active Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh Los Angeles ticket or citywide gameplay add-on can participate in Origin Form raids but they won't be able to encounter a shiny one or one that knows its signature attack. So all you could do is get candy and they will, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what you get, it just, but it, it clearly says what you don't get. Do you still get like the mega energy-ish? I don't know, but a way around this is you just buy a ticket. You don't even have to go to Los Angeles. You just buy a ticket and get someone to send you a raid. One of the spoofers that I mentioned, you see, now they're not so bad, right? Spoofers don't seem so bad. Now they, they can go to L.A. for you. And if you're lucky, you might you might encounter a shiny one. But I'm not lucky. Because you, you you're not making me lucky. You're not even... What this is really about... Oh, trust me. If someone sends you raids of any of these two, take them. Doesn't matter if you don't, if you can't get the attack. It does not matter if you cannot get it shiny. Go for the hundos and get that candy because we have adventure effects. Now, the Roar of Time and the Spatial Rend is exactly the same. They do exactly the same thing. That's not true. They do different things, but how they work is relatively the same. There you go. So, trainers can activate the adventure effect associated with Roar of Time from Dialga by using 5,000 Stardust and 5 Dialga Candy. You can distort time for 6 minutes and pause the timer of the following items. Incense. Daily Adventure Incense. Lucky Eggs and star pieces so for 5,000 stardust and five dialga candy <clears throat> excuse me you can stop the timer on incense daily adventure incense lucky eggs and star pieces for six minutes you can extend the time for roar of time adventure effects in increments of six minutes by using more stardust and more dialga candy the timer can be extended for up to two hours each time you tap use and you can tap use again to additional time for up to 24 hours total. So go nuts. So 24 hours divided by six minutes and that's how much stardust and candy you would need. That's an obscene amount. If you want to do the 24-hour challenge, I cannot wait until someone comes out with a video for it. Once Roar of Time ends, the timer on any active items will continue to count down. So Roar of Time is an additional bonus. 
So if you only do the six minutes, once the roar of time ends, whatever time you had left on said item or items, that's it. And it says on these items. So I think the best way to use this, if you can, if you're willing to use this, remember you have to be very strategic with this, but it can be fruitful is you have to put on a lucky egg, a star piece and a daily adventure incense, like all at once to make this like really useful. Cause that is a lot of candy and a load of stardust. Now that you have this dazzling dream event, catch more lol their stardust boosted you could probably get the shiny it's relatively new catch anything else that's stardust boosted just catch them all for real 5,000 stardust and five dialga candy six minutes where did they even come up with that number because we'll go to the next one adventure effects spatial rent this is for palkia Trainers can activate the adventure effect associated with Spatial Rend by using 5,000 Stardust and 5 Palkia candy. Okay, the same. Distorting space for 10 minutes and allowing for encounters with wild Pokemon at an increased distance. You can extend the timer for spatial rend adventure effects in increments of 10 minutes. So six minutes for Dialga, 10 minutes for Palkia. By using more Stardust and more Palkia candy, the timer can be extended for up to two hours. So then that part is the same. And then you can do the whole 24 hours total of more spawns. Now, these effects seem very very cool they are very very cool but you cannot use them both together you can only use roar of time or spatial rent individually you can't stack them this is pretty cool it kind of is reminiscent for me of pokemon power like with the TCG, with like with the cards, they have like Pokemon power, hidden abilities, stuff like that. This is very cool. And that's why I've been saying for a long time, hey, you know, get your stuff together. You're going to need a lot of Stardust, a lot of candy. Well, specific candy, but still a lot of Stardust because you can get the candy for this. You can get rare candy from almost anything. But it's that Stardust that's going to cost a lot. And then you can extend the distance. Now, somebody from my Facebook chat said that a while ago the game was bugged. And he said that that was probably a test run for this increased distance. Now, this increased distance is very good for players, especially for like a community day in a rural area where you can't get too many spawns. There you go. Increased distance. The distance thing is actually really cool because it's 10 minutes. That's actually not bad. So you are going to want to get your hands on as many Palkias and Dialgas as possible because not only is the candy valuable, they are great for Master League, both of them. They are great for raids and team rockets and all that stuff 
says Pokemon Go tour Sinnoh. Trainers who choose the Diamond version will encounter Origin form Dialga, and Pearl will get the other one. Roar of Time and Special Ren seem like a two-bar charge attack. But I heard that for Palkia, it's going to change the game for Palkia, whereas Dialga, it's not. Who knows? Either way, we're going to get into the next thing. The next thing is prepare yourself, trainers, for a Battle Week event featuring the debut of the Rage Monkey Pokemon Anile Ape. Raging Battles goes on Friday, January 19, 2024 at 10 a.m. to Wednesday, January 2024 at 8 p.m. local time. The reason why I brought up the other event first, the origin form, even though that's later on, is because I want you to prepare. Get Stardust, get Pokeballs. Sinotaur is coming up. I don't know why I keep saying Pokemon and Pokeballs. Sound like my mom. Well, I'm 50% my mom. Anyway, Raging Battles. Friday, January 19th to Wednesday, January 2024. They're doing these things quick. Five days. Get her done. Get in, get out. Pokemon Go debut. Annihilate. Annihilate is a ghost and fighting type Pokemon. I think its debut is in Scarlet and Violet. It is an amazing Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet. Hopefully it is here. It, it, hopefully. Hopefully. Please. Please, Arceus. Lord Arceus, please make it so Annihilate is good. What was that accent? I don't know. You can evolve Primate into Annihilate after you defeat 30 Ghost-type Pokemon or Psychic-type Pokemon in battle with Primate as your buddy. You do not have to defeat these Pokemon with Primate, which is good because in Scarlet and Violet, I think you had to do something and something else. Or, so it's a little easier, I think, in this event. And in this event, Team Go Rocket will appear more frequently at Pokestops and in Balloons. Participate in Team Rocket. Get that little bit of extra Stardust. All these little things. All these things that we take for granted, we have to do them all. We should do them all. Speaking of which, after this episode, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna edit this. I'm gonna go do my route, my route. I'm gonna do my daily adventure incense. I'm trying to stack Jack like a fast attack. I, ju I just needed to rhyme that other part. That was unnecessary. Anyway. For this event, trainers, Throw and Sock will both appear in the wild during the event regardless of your location. Now, this is very important because Throw and Sock are hemisphere-locked Pokemon. One's on the left, one's on the right. I don't know what side of the earth you live on, but you decide. Why do I go into accents? I don't understand this. Throw and Sock are... Are they good? No. But the shinies are super rare encountering them is super rare sort of i've encountered a, a bunch of throw and i i didn't get the shiny until uh one of those like go fest and i don't count that shiny i need a wild throw to 
to make me feel good because event shinies are cool but it's kind of like i knew i was gonna get it come on same thing with the sock I, I was lucky enough to get the sock way back when in whatever fest it was whatever the fest and uh still have it i have one sock i have like two or three throws click on them please and catch them they don't have throw and sock events very often so do your best to catch as many as you can for those who don't have that one please i'm going to anyway the wild encounters these pokemon will appear more frequently in the wild Mankey, machop lickitung gligar sableye throw sock scraggy now I'm gonna try to do this as fast as possible, but all these Pokemon are super, super important. Mankey goes into the Annihilate. You're gonna want those 0, 15, 15-ish 15 IVs. If you want the Annihilate, all these Pokemon can be shiny in the wild. The Machop into the Machamp, same thing with the IVs. The Lickitung, rank one is like 8, 15, 14 or something like that. Gligar by itself is amazing. You want that shadow for the Great League, but the regular is great for the Great League. Also, Gliscor is also amazing for the Ultra League, but again, hopefully you want that you get that shadow. If you don't, it's it's all good. It's all good. Sableye has that mega. Great Pokemon for the Great League. Throw and sock. Meh, but the shinies are super rare, so go after them. Catch the one, the one that doesn't spawn in your region like a lot a lot and then scraggy scraggy is good for the great league the ultra league it has a great shiny i don't have it i'm going to hunt it lickitung is great for the great league licky licky i don't know maybe maybe master premiere i'm hoping i got a hundo of that for one star raid, Snubble, Houndour, Pancham, and Marini. This is the first time Pancham is in raids and can be shiny eligible, I think. If I'm wrong, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Everything can be shiny, I think I said, except for the Marini. In three star raids, this is pretty cool. Primate, Gyarados, and Zuelis can be in there. Oh, and you're saying is, is Snubble, Houndour, any of them good for the leagues? Uh, Marini into Toxapex is good for the leagues, but you want to catch a wild one because you want that, like, you want lower IVs in the attack stat part for Marini. So if you want candy, but Marini. Please don't do Marini one-star raids or Snubble. The Houndour can be shiny, and the Houndoom has a Mega. The Panjam is still relatively rare. The three-star raids, Primate, Gyarados, and Zuelis are cool because Primate and Gyarados can be shiny. Zuelis cannot, but Primate and Gyarados can be. So that's cool. Doing a raid with a featured Pokemon. See, they're learning. I said it. The game is getting a little bit better. Sometimes I might sound jaded, but I always, deep down, I'm appreciative of all the little things that they do for this game. And then obviously field research task encounters are going to be for Mankey, and it looks like Mankey alone. And that is really cool because I don't have a shiny Mankey. My girlfriend got it. I opened the game up for her one day, clicked on a Mankey. It was shiny. That was her first Pokemon for the day. Honestly, I should farm my girlfriend for some of these shinies. But I would feel bad. 
And again, collection challenges, Pokestop showcases, all that stuff. Now, I'm going to go through this super fast because I know a lot of you don't like PvP. But during this time in the event, I don't care if you don't like PvP. Like, this is the week from Friday, January 19, 2024, 10 a.m. to Wednesday, January 20, 24, 20, mm, to Wednesday. There you go. That's how you say Wednesday. January 24th, 2024 at 8 p.m. local time. Trainers, don't worry about me stumbling. Worry about the bonuses. The bonuses are four times Stardust from win rewards. It's not this does not include the end of set rewards and will not stack with the four times Stardust bonus in January. But the maximum number of sets you can play per day will be increased from five to ten for a maximum of total battles. Free battle theme timed research will give you a hat and then you have a paid timed research that'll give you stardust rare candy a star piece will be available for one dollar is it worth it absolutely is it worth it to participate in these pvp battles yes for a couple of reasons you pvp you get free stardust you might even like it you know alfred told batman you know, you start having fun, Master Wayne, and you might have a little bit by... I can't do a British accent. And you might have a little bit by mistake. The point is, PvP, you might be good at it. Who knows? It's not hard. It's not a hard concept to grasp. Look for cheap teams. You can always type that into Google. Cheap teams, budget teams, what team should I use right now? Have a little fun. Get a little flexible. Do a little dance. Doom, doom, ba doom. Lose, win, doesn't matter. The game is offering you something, and if you have time, because Lord knows you make time for other stuff, make some time to get your game on different franchise but you know what i mean four times stardust and you're like yeah but i'm not gonna win it doesn't matter it's free stardust especially if you're doing nothing if you don't have any spawns if you're bored i've been doing my sets like crazy i don't know what has sparked this like new pvp thing am i good no i'm just having a lot of fun because I got to a level where I can use relatively bad Pokemon and squeak out like po like positive sets. And that's all I've ever wanted. Because I like to be a troll in PvP, but I do like to win. And remember, there is that level up thing where it's like level 42 to 43 or 43 to 44, where you have to battle in the Great League, Master League and all that stuff. And all those leagues will be available during this week. Great League, Ultra League and Master League. Sorry, I'm just so gassy and so burpy today. And then for another two dollars, you'll be able to access exclusive timed research. 
that will give you three rare candy, one rocket radar, stardust, and two premium battle passes. All right, trainer, thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with me. As we get closer to the Sinotaur, we'll start talking more about it. And we'll talk more about this next week. But for those of you who have listened till now, save your incubators for Sinotaur if you are going to participate. We'll talk more about this next week if I remember. But seriously, prepare. And more seriously, you don't have to be the very best. You already are. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.